I put my lifetime in between the paper's lines. Real. Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. We good. We good. Yeah, we good. Yes, yeah, sir. Some dude. 181. 181. Yeah. Make sure you rate, like, subscribe, download. Maybe you get your favorite podcast. <laughs> Go ahead and follow us on everything. On everything. We everywhere. On some everything. dude pod. At some dude. At some dude pod. Some dude pod. We there. And yeah. What well, up? What up, man? Uh, how you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling alright. I feel good. We feel we yeah. good. We you good. sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's straight. I can't call it. Cause I can't call it. Had to talk you off the ledge last week, and they I won. Mean, I mean, you talked me off the. I mean, yeah. They won, but Mike. My stance still was the same, though. I look, look, man. Why NFL? NFL, um, NFL week six. Why? Um, is, why, Mike? To, why, Mike, what? Why? In, okay, so we'll we get to that in a second. The NFL uh, week six has come to a conclusion. Um, Dallas Cowboys played last night, Monday night football against the San Diego Superchargers. Um, yeah. Cowboys going into this game. Off a, a blowout loss to the San Francisco 49ers and the Chargers coming in off a of bye week. Um, so, yeah, last week on the podcast, I had a hot take and um, I said that if the Cowboys were to lose that game on Monday Night Football, that they weren't going to make the playoffs. That was my stance. And I, I stood on that and I believed that. And going into that game, I really, really meant it. I mean, it really kind of held it held weight because going into that game, the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers both took losses. Their first losses of the season, which dropped them to 5-1, and one, which was a good thing for the Cowboys, but also, you know, could have been a bad thing because of, for them because if you fall to 3-3 three and three, and the two teams that's above you fall one game, like, that's a chance to gain some ground. So that's what the Dallas Cowboys end up doing. They got to, you know, gain the, uh, a game on the 49ers and uh, the Eagles and also the Detroit Lions, who are 5-1. and one. Uh, We're in 2023, ladies and gentlemen, and the Detroit Lions could possibly have one of the best football teams in the NFL. That is... I said one of them, not the best, but... When you talk that about is something that's irritating me, though, Mike. I, I understand why it irritates you, babe, because they're in the NFC North. You know, they it's coexist. They coexist with the Bears, and um, it's not just that, Mike. Honestly, it's not like, just that. Why does that bother you? Because I believe that the Detroit Lions, being a good football it's team, is Detroit good for the NFL. It's the Lions. Good for the NFL. No, it's, it's not. Why? It's it not. don't matter. They deserve nice things. It doesn't matter, Mike. The Detroit Lions don't matter. <laughs> so the why don't the Detroit Lions deserve? When nice if things? they matter, I didn't say they didn't des- deserve I mean, nice the, things, Mike. It's the same thing. You said they no, don't it's matter. not. No, you said <laughs> that it's good for the league. I think so for the Detroit Lions. Sure, to be winning. Why not? And I ask you, when has winning ever been good for the NFL? 
<laughs> and the Detroit Lions. I mean, never. That's not... never been said before. Okay, I, I, okay. Well, it's. I think I say that in the sense where it's. Mike. Re- no, no, no. Wait. I say that in the sense to where it's refreshing for the NFL to see a team that has struggled year after year after no year. Refreshing about that shit. I mean, I'd enjoy it. They play good football. Now, if you to want to watch. say they play good football, that's one thing. They're excited but, to watch. But to to say all of this shit <laughs> about this team, like, it's great for the league that the Detroit Lions is winning. No, no, I give a fuck. Uh, I mean, the Detroit I, Lions at the end of the day. I, when I, have the Detroit Lions been anything in our lifetime? It's when... Herman Moore and Barry Sanders and Chris Spillman was doing that thing. And Megatron. No, nobody cared. They cared about Megatron. <laughs> they didn't care about the Detroit Lions. I mean, he was on the team though. So they cared about and they and they sucked. Yeah. While they he sucked. Was there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So when has it ever been good for the NFL? Well, we would never know. Detroit Lions. Well, we would never know because they never they never won shit. So exactly, (laughs) my point exactly, Mike. So so now it's refreshing to. I think it's refreshing to see another team, you know, have a nice run like the Detroit Lions are run having right now, and that's going all the way back to last season. (laughs) Shit, they they, their run is literally playing back into last season into this season. So it's cool. I think it's cool. I get it. I get what you're saying. I think it's cool. I, I get what you're trying to say. All right. Okay. Okay. But no. But back All to right. but to my point. The um might give a good. damn about the Detroit Lions at the end of the day, but the Detroit I, Lions. I, I beg to differ, but it's cool. It's, I understand. Who? <laughs> the Who whole city. The whole city of Detroit cares. I said the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Detroit. Man, Damn the only people that care. Let Detroit have their fun. They can have their fun all they want to. It ain't good for the league, though. It's good for the league for the Green Bay Packers okay. or the Chicago Bears to be winning, not the Detroit Lions. That, so the, the Detroit the, Lions the, have not solidified the NFL, this type of franchise that people care about. The NFL is good when the Detroit Lions are the laughing stock of the NFL. <laughs> You, okay. That's when the NFL is good. Okay. When on Thursday, you know that the Detroit Lions are going to get their ass whooped <laughs> by your favorite team, whether it is the Chicago Bears or the Dallas Cowboys. That's hilarious. Kick their ass on Thanksgiving. That's it. Look like they're going to be doing the ass kicking on Thanksgiving. Who now. they play on Thanksgiving? I don't even know. I got to look at the schedule. Let's take a look. Let's take a look while we, you know, saying since while we're talking about it right now, I'll take a look. Let's, let's go take a look at them. Uh, ah, they play the Packers. <laughs> look at that. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they going to whoop the Packers' ass, don't they? Whoop that ass. Whoop that ass. Look at the Detroit They're going to get some turducken. Yeah. Did they still do the turducken? I don't know. Yeah, probably so. But, yeah. Turducken. But to, my, to, on, but, to my, but to my point, I said that the Dallas Cowboys needed to win this game, and they did, and now they're only one game behind those three teams in the NFC. Um, so, yeah, if they would have lost, I would stand on it that they wouldn't be making the playoffs because you really need to win a game. It's, it's all about how you bounce back after you get your ass kicked on primetime television. And that's what they did against the 49ers. And the Cowboys came out. They played an okay football game. It was very, it was nasty on both sides of the football. Yeah. Both sides, the Chargers, they they looked bad. The Cowboys, 
Um, they didn't look great, great. I mean, it was points in the game where they looked good. Dak was solid. Uh, he played a, a, a clean game, um, no turnovers, uh, one touchdown pass, one um, touchdown for a run, and he was pretty efficient. And uh, the 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 shout out to the, the Dallas Cowboys defense um, didn't necessarily play great as far as the secondary is concerned, but they the goal line defense was great. They I think they only gave up one goal line touchdown and that I mean red zone touchdown and that was on the first drive. After that, you know they were pretty much held the Chargers in place when it came to them scoring in the red zone. Um, so that was good to see. And um, the most impressive thing about that game, as far as Dak Prescott is concerned, is that on the drive where they got the go-ahead field goal to go up uh, 20 to 17, Dak made two very important third-down conversions where he was able to get outside the pocket, make solid throws to one to Brandon Cooks and one to CeeDee Lamb. So that was the thing that I was most impressed about when it came to the offense and when it came to Dak Prescott, that he was able to make throws when it mattered and wasn't and didn't turn over the ball. So I was happy for that. And then with that being said, the Cowboys are now four and two. And then we go into a bye week and hey, all is well for now. As me being a Cowboys fan. But you know, like I said, week by week, man, I, I'm not gonna get like too crazy excited. I honestly still feel like there are a bunch of things that the Cowboys need to work on to get better and to you know make themselves an elite team in the NFC. That's all I got on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man, you overthinking it. I am not, bang. And I understand because you, know. you are a Bears. Well, you are a Cowboy fan. Bang, I, I understand. See, you overthinking it, I, I, I ain't really overthinking it, bang. I'm just at this point, man. I can't. I have to. Some at some point in my life, I gotta be a little more realistic than I normally am when it comes to being. That's why I say you overthinking it because. <laughs> It's a 17-game season, Mike. It is a 17-game They're going to be okay. You have a you have a top 15 quarterback. They need to run the ball more. Run the ball Your more offensive line is defen- decent. Yeah. Um so you got CD Lamb. Also, real quick before you before you keep going, I want to say two one thing that I'm definitely concerned about is the defensive line. We only sacked Justin Herbert one time, and that was on de- the last drive. Yeah, they got a decent offensive line. We have to. We we wasn't able to get pressure on Brock Purdy neither, and we see what happened. They got a decent off. They got the best <laughs> offensive line. But the the Cleveland Browns was able to whoop his ass because got they got a bet. They got a better defensive line. Yeah, we need that. The defensive the line. Cleveland Browns, <laughs> quite possibly, possibly, yeah, is absolutely. the best defense in the league. Absolutely. That's one. Two, you don't have your best cornerback. If Trayvon Diggs is there, it is more likely for you to get coverage sacks than it is anything else. And and that was the concern I had with Diggs tearing his ACL. Uh Because I think people don't give him enough credit when it comes to what the Mm -hmm. defensive backs do for the defensive line. Mm -hmm. If you can't throw the ball to nobody, it's much easier for your defensive line to look good. Mm -hmm. Vice versa, if your defensive line is 
is stellar, it makes your cornerbacks look good. So I think those two were hand to hand, and you don't got digs, and you at where you at. Other than that, that's about it, Mike. It's cool, man. You got one of the better teams in the NFL. I know you got Super Bowl aspirations, and that's why I am tempering my expectations for you because I think it's good that your team has not. You know, they've not peaked yet. Yeah. No, now, if this is weeks 15, 16, 17, then we had a different conversation. Yeah. But it's not. It's going to be all right, Mike. Is the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, is that good for the NFL? Yes. (laughs) That's as much as I don't want it to happen. Right. There's teams that is good for the NFL if they win the Super Bowl. And the Detroit Lions ain't one of them. They ain't. (laughs) Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, LA Rams, the Giants, the Jets, the Chicago Bears. All of those markets that are big markets. Detroit? No. No. But it's a real good, good story. It's a feel-good story, Mike. Feel-good story. That's exactly it's what I It's a human for. interest story. Yeah. Think, nice think piece. You know what I'm saying? Nice human interest story. You know, you get a coach like Dan Campbell. How can you not root for these guys, man? How can you not look forward to watching these guys go out there and play football, man? They, You know what I'm saying? They play good. Nice, nice offense. You know, light up the scoreboard type of team. You know? It's fun. It's fun, man. It's man. fun. <laughs> but I understand. I get what Nobody you wins when Detroit wins. That's right. hilarious. <laughs> Man, no, look, I like Detroit. I think Detroit's a great place. Been there once. I was 12. I'm 41 now. <laughs> I ain't been re- there since then. He don't remember when he was there. It was 1995, Mike. He don't remember nothing about Detroit. I don't remember shit <laughs> about Detroit. But That's a park hilarious. I went to. Okay. I don't remember nothing else. That shit funny. But that. Yeah. And and it looked dirty. <laughs> I ain't gonna argue with you that. I was just in Detroit this summer. Detroit and looks it's, scared. It's like, it's weird, man. It's weird. Detroit looks like an alley in Chicago. It's weird, man. But it's been upgraded. Yeah. Because my man, Dan Gilbert, who owns the Cavaliers, yeah. owns basically everything in Detroit. Yeah. So, you know. Detroit is starting to look like OCP. What I mean by that, if you if you've seen RoboCop, yeah. you know RoboCop is in Detroit. Yeah. OCP came in and and the corporation and they they bought Detroit. Yeah. And how you just buy a whole major city? <laughs> That's what the people that build RoboCop did, okay. and they was gonna remove all the citizens of Detroit. <clears throat> and rebuild a better Detroit. Yeah. That is lovely. And them dirty ass citizens and Robocop was like, nope, we don't want that to happen. And Robocop came through and da 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 da. And then they got in Robocop's brain. Yeah. It was like, nah. Fight for us. Man. The real Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> That's Detroit. 
Shout out to Detroit, bro. You know. <laughs> Shouts out to General Motors. Hello. Action Jackson. Yeah. Is from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Action. You seen Action Jackson? I have. With Carl <laughs> Weathers mm-hmm. and Vanity. Yep. And Craig T. Nelson is Donald Trump. Yep. Because Donald Trump, Craig T. Nelson played Donald Trump in Action Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think I said, did I say Action Jackson? Action Jackson. Action, action. I can't even say it. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Yeah, he played Donald Trump. Yeah. Craig T. Nelson played Donald Trump in that movie. Yeah. Every time I watch that movie, I'll be like, man, that's Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, they wild. They got my man that here raping people, giving vanity heroin and shit. Mm-hmm. And then it's the black dude, the <clears throat> best cop in Detroit, Carl Weathers as Action Jackson. And him and the fat dude, yeah. um, the same one that was in um, House Party and Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, he just he just made money being an old, fat, dirty nigga. <laughs> That's Detroit. Yeah. Right? Or Eminem. Happy 51st birthday, Eminem. To Marshall. Today is his birthday, Mike. Yes, sir. You want to celebrate Eminem today for his birthday? Shout out to the, to one of the goats. You know, what are yeah. your favorite Eminem bars, Mike? Repeat those. Ah, I'm not going to do that on the pod. I hate my mom. No, we're not going to. We definitely are doing that today. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And my ex wife. We're not going to have no Eminem jokes. We're not doing it. You know, we're not doing it. Fuck Britney Spears. We're not going to do it. That's. You don't want to celebrate Eminem? Not like, not like what, not like how you going to do it. (laughs) I asked you what's, you know, celebrate Eminem with some of his best bars. Nah, I'm not going to give you no bars. Oh, Mike. We're not giving no Eminem bars. Boo. <laughs> Everybody go out there and stream Eminem. Y'all can find no, your you own don't. bars. Go do that. No, you don't. Go stream an Eminem album. That's how he rap now. That's how he rap now. If you want to get the old school, if you want to get the old Eminem, go listen to his first. Go listen to Eminem's show. Hey man, you got Detroit. Be cool, be cool Eminem fam. Scabbing cool. a pop pop. Anything else on your Dallas Cowboys fam? Oh man, other than that, bro, I I just think I don't know. I think that's all I got, fam. I, at six games in, we look okay. Things to work on. I'm I'm happy mm. that we were able to get that win last night. I was concerned. I watched the whole game. And I on a, a potential playoff team, Mike. On I, the road. I mean, on the road. Well, yeah, at we home. Were able to get... yeah, it, it was, was all we... Cowboys fans. I told you. I deep. told you. Well, we travel everywhere, though. They go to everywhere. Anywhere they didn't else? have to travel. They just came. Yeah. A whole bunch of Dallas Cowboy fans in L.A. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. It's just like, oh, we got a game? All right, bet. All right we there. Shit. But, um, yeah, dog, that's, that's all I got on them, man. I we to be determined with these guys. Uh, be before we guys. before the we get to my depressing state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um fantasy football. Well, not fantasy football, excuse me. Flag football. 
Hey, is an Olympic sport. That's fire. And 2028. I'm I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this. They're not gonna do real football. You know, you don't want nobody to get hurt. Yeah. Shit yeah. At the Olympics like that. No, what country would have like besides us <laughs> would have a good football team? I don't think like like, like flag or no 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 no, no. like a legit tackle football team. G. I don't know. I don't think so either. Like I don't think we could get some folks from like Hamburg, Germany. See, that's the thing too. To 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 have NFL. a legit football team. How many foreign football players do we have in the NFL? Well, they got the NFL? Africa thing, like the African exchange, um, and they got something else, um, when it comes to European players. Yeah, but I'm so, saying as far as like the NFL though, when a, out of a 52 man roster, how many foreign football players are on like? That's a good question. I honestly don't feel like it's a lot of foreign. Like it's like compared to basketball, like how we have yeah, a lot no. of you know international. It's probably players. like 15. 15. International. That's legit. Like okay, if you count Canada, because like Chase Claypool is from Canada. Okay. So I think it's probably a couple of hundred in the NFL. That's like Canada, maybe like one or two from Mexico, some Australian rules football but it, or like rugby cats. Okay. You know, and stuff like that. Yeah, I was about to say, because it's really not a lot. I don't think it's like how international players are more dominant in the NBA. I don't think there's a lot of yeah international like, players. Who's the Dirk Nowinski of football? That's a good ass question, man. Like, I don't know. All of our NFL superstars are American, <laughs> if I'm not something. mistaken. <laughs> what Tyreek Hill is American. Born, born. Justin Jefferson is American. Jamar NFL Chase players. is American. Let's see that. Okay. There's something from the yard barker um that I'm going to read. These are the 12 greatest foreign-born stars of all time. Um, number 12, Jay Ajay. You remember him, the running back? Played for Detroit? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. He Philly. For Philly, too. Played for Philly. Miami. Okay. Um, he's number 12. Okay. Number 11, Detroit. Um, Ezekiel Ansah. Remember Zeke? No, nah, I don't remember. He was what the fifth. Like? He was defensive end. Okay, I don't remember him. Um, he was the fifth pick in the 2003, excuse me, 2013. <laughs> okay. Um, number 10, John Sternard. I think I pronounced this shit right. Mm-mm. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay. Uh, he was from Norway. Mm. Okay. Norway. Mm. Mm. Um, but he was a kicker. Okay. Bronco Nagurski, Chicago's own. They play for the Bears. Okay. Um, he was born in Canada. Okay. And his parents was Ukrainian and Polish immigrants. Um, he played for University of Minnesota. Um, and he played for the Chicago Bears. He's on the 1930s all decades team. He's probably a top five bear right now. <laughs> Number eight, Gary Anderson, another kicker. This kicker is famous because I think he's like the he's played the most games or had the most seasons in NFL history, 23 seasons. Number two all-time leading scorer. 
But that year, everybody thought Minnesota was going to go to the Super Bowl. But Atlanta went. He missed the kick. Shouts out to Gary Anderson. Number seven, Ted Hendricks. Played for the University of Miami. He was born in Guatemala. You're you're Guatemalan? Named Ted Hendricks? Yeah. Did this count? Like, was his parents missionaries or some shit? Oh, excuse me. Is this his real name? Hold on. I don't believe this. I thought he was white. Yeah. He was Guatemala. Okay. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, I was kind of right. He was born in Guatemala City to Guatemalan-born woman of Italian descent and an American father. So it was like a cheat code. Uh-huh. Like he white. <laughs> but mixed. I don't want to sound racist, so let me keep going. Ose Yumenyora. Do you remember him? Play for the what, Giants. What's his name again? Ose Yumenyora. For the Giants. Yeah, he played defensive end. What year? What years was he active? He was on one of the championship teams. Oh, the Eli Giants? Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I think I remember. Uh, oh, you don't remember OC? Mm. Let me move on. Morton Anderson. You remember Morton Anderson, right? What team did he play for? The kicker. The kicker. Morton Saints. Anderson. The Saints. What year was he? I can't. That's In not... the night, nigga, you don't know who Morton Anderson is. I might vaguely might remember. Yeah, you ain't played know. no fucking football games, fam. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. This nigga <laughs> don't know who Morton Anderson is. Hall of Famer. Tamba, uh, Tamba Holly uh, played for the Chiefs. Okay. Christian Okoye. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. About to say, you don't fuck up that one. <laughs> All right. The running back, Christian Okoye. Um, Steve Atwater ended his career. Heinz Ward. Hey, where's Heinz Ward from? Where he from? He was born in South Korea. All right, okay. Maybe oh. and let me number one. Let me, let me ask you a question, babe. Go ahead, because number one is wild. Let me ask you a question, babe. So, yeah. if Heinz Ward was like, all right, if they had flag football back then, Heinz Ward ain't playing for South Korea, G. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. He's going to represent the United States of America, G, in a flag oh. football game, bro. I'm just saying. But go ahead, though. Proceed to number one. Well, he won the Super Bowl, man. He went over there, and they treated him like a god, fam. <laughs> so, I don't know. But uh-huh. number one on this list, <clears throat> Sebastian Janikowski. Icker. Hmm. That one's a little surprising to me. <laughs> that he would be considered the best. See, that ain't saying much right mm. there, man. That's not saying much. Okay, That's... this is from earlier this year. This is the top 20 foreign players in the league right now. Okay. Um, so well, let's say two. Where's the where's the other five then? Like, they cut straight to 15. But, yeah, the NFL has the international player pathway. So they allow, like, you know, some players to, like, work out and stuff. But um, Okay, no, they said 20, but they went straight to 15. I Jared Hain, who plays for the 49ers. um, Laurent Duvernay, um, he's an offensive lineman for the Chiefs. 
Lauren Dune Tardif. Number 13, Zeke Ansa. No, Detroit. Um, well, no, he's with the <clears throat> Seahawks right now. Okay. Number 12, Chibo Roy Mabetica. He plays for the Giants, and I probably butchered his name. Haggy Chisholm Dabusi. I probably butchered his name too, but he's on the Cardinals. Graham Gano. Graham okay. Gano from the UK. Uh, yeah, kicker, there you go. We kicker, know Graham. The kicker here. All we know right. Graham. All right. Um, David Bada. He's German. Um, he's a black German. Okay. So his family's gotta be African. Jacob Johnson. He is German too. Plays for the New England Patriots. Sammy Semis Reyes. He's Chilean. Chilean. Oh, we got somebody from Chile in this bitch. Oh, okay. Jordan Malata. Um, he plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's an offensive lineman. He played rugby and he could sing. Mitch Winowski. <clears throat> He's a punter for the 49ers. I'm about to say, I know Australia. he Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter's from Jamaica. Okay. Uh, but he moved to Houston. Um, I'm going to pronounce this name the way I want to pronounce it. <laughs> Young Hoku. Young Hoku. All right. Young Hoku. He's Another three. kicker. Another kicker. Number two, Effie Obada. Um, he's with the Bills right now. And what a surprise, y'all. <laughs> This is a good segue. According to sportsbrief.com, the best non-American football player currently in the NFL, Chase Claypool. That is hilarious. Canada. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. Shout out to the uh, Canadians. Shout out to the Canadians. I don't know if that's the one we want to choose, but hey, man. Chase Claypool, Look, according man. to Sports Brief, in an article published March 18th, 2023, he is the best foreign player in the NFL. Okay. Well, he got <laughs> traded, so. Hey, shout out to the Olympics for uh, adding flag football to – you know, as an Olympic sport, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I think if 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 it goes how I think it's going to go, who then... would be your flag? Now, let's let's do this. All right, past, present, or future. Who would be your starting quarterback on your flag football team? Question: So is this seven on seven? Correct. It's got to be like seven. Yeah, on it's seven, got to be right? seven on seven. I'm about to say, I right, ain't no point in. All right. But who would be uh, your quarterback? All time, like if I Michael Vick at quarterback. Hey, we on the same page. Oh, that's too easy. Mike Vick. Give me Mike all Vick. Right. Give me Mike Vick. All right. We gonna we ain't gonna go overboard. So we got Mike Vick and give me two wide receivers. Um black uh, football. Randy Moss. Randy Moss and uh fuck it. Give me T.O. Randy Moss and Chad Johnson. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm going to make an, I'm going to appeal to Chad right now. Hey, yo, right. Chad, 
I want to see you in the Olympics four years from now. Okay. Flag football. I don't give a damn how old you are. I don't give a damn how old you are. Shit. I think we need to see Chad Johnson. Shit, T.O. probably can play too. T.O. got hit by a cop. Today. I did. I shared that in the group. And apparently, he's wild. A, apparently, he's okay. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> That's a whole other story, but in the world where we barely see basketball rims outside, <laughs> at least in Chicago, T.O. How do you go from playing pickup basketball to getting hit by a car? Right, T.O. was playing basketball, and it got heated, like what normally happens on the court. And the person he got into it with hit him with a car. That's crazy. What type of shit is this? <laughs> how did that, how was he able to, to stop playing basketball, get to his car, start the engine up, put it in drive, and then it drive to you and you get hit? Hey, we seen how, we how seen white this, man can't jump. How does all this happen? <laughs> we, we seen white man can't jump. Yeah. Hey, hold on. Said, I'm hold about on. to get in my car. Get my gun. Shoot everybody. Shoot everybody. <laughs> And that's what happened. Man. T.O. was talking shit. Dude said, I'm about to go to my car. I'll be right back. Yeah. T.O. probably turned around like, yeah, this bitch-ass motherfucker, man. He's getting mad because he I dunked on his ass. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he suffered no injuries. Right. He cut some bruises. This nigga's crazy, man. That's, that's wild, bro. And that's why Stephen A. Smith better leave T.O. alone. Yeah, you right. Because... That nigga got clipped and came unscathed. <clears throat> Stephen A, you just gotta chalk it up, have a conversation, squash it. Yeah. Cause T.O. over here taking on cars, man. Yeah. And he T.O. probably got hit by that car and still run a 4-4-40. <laughs> and that's why he could play flag football. Right, and that's why he could play flag football now. right now. But yeah, those will be my two wide receivers. <laughs> okay. Randy Moss um, and Chad Johnson. I mean, I think the NFL is going to do whatever they can to make this work in 2028. I think that the NBA is, the NFL is going to try to NBA it. And it might not be every star, but they might ask, say, if it's 2028, he should be healthy by then. They might ask a Kyler Gordon to be like, yo, hey, why Kyler Murray. do that? Yeah, Kyler, excuse me. Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah, Kyler Murray. I'm thinking about, you know, my bears real quick. But, you know, they might look at Kyler Murray and be like, hey, why don't you, why don't you go do that flag football shit? Would you take that as a diss if the NFL came up to you and was like, yo, why don't you go do that flag football shit? So is the NFL, like, running it? Like, are they going to be a part of it? Who? who no, who? but I think they're going to be very influential like the NBA was when NBA players came aboard in 1992. Right. Because we might end up seeing – because you see how – because you see how um the college players are emerging, you know what I'm saying, as stars. We might – like, if the, if the the if they had this shit next year, I'm pretty sure they'd be asking, like, a Shadur Sanders or Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. They'd be trying to get the college players to do the shit. You know they going to jump in. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if the <laughs> NFL yeah. can – because I'm guessing that there would be multiple teams or it can be multiple teams. Right. Like, I'm going to tell you an Olympic sport that I watched during the Olympics, and I was like, yo, they got something. 
and they owe Ice Cube some money. And that's three on three basketball. Oh yeah. I was watching three on three basketball in the too. Olympics. I watched it too. Yep. I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> this feels like I can be here. Yeah. But I'm not. And the women did that thing. The men didn't really do their thing. Yeah. But the women did, because Kelsey Plum was a part of the team that won the gold medal for the women. But I was just thinking, like, yeah, they owe Ice Cube some money. Because <clears throat> outside of the crib, wasn't nobody talking about this three-on-three shit before Cube. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you see three-on-three is an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. I give Cube his blessings. Yeah. It's, it's flowers, excuse me. Yeah. Because we wouldn't have cared, but I watched it. I thought it was dope. And it's an extension of basketball. Yeah. There will never be Olympic tackle football. Yeah, it can't happen. We got rugby. Yeah. We don't need it. Yeah. But I think with just like with the USA team, I think it could be multiple USA teams. I think it could be multiple teams from other countries and stuff like that. I think that the NFL is going to do whatever they can to make flag football popular and continue to be in to be an Olympic sport. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm That's- I'm, I'm just so interested to see how that's going to play out with other countries, though. Like, like who you think? Who, if, who's, who's playing quarterback for, for, for China? <laughs> like, I, like, is there an NFL player who <laughs> great, great, great grandfather was of Chinese descent? That's what I'm saying, bro. I want to see how the inter- I want to see how this is going to play on the international level because we know that the America, we got plenty of options for every position, but. What are we doing? What are we doing in what are we doing in China? What are we doing in Australia? Yeah, like <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Australia is probably or New Zealand. Yeah. I'll say like New Zealand is probably like my second. Like if there was a flag football world standings, what would that look like? Let the me see if it's Google. <laughs> Cuz uh yeah, man. I I don't know how this is going to play out for these other uh, international uh, players, countries, and stuff like that going against America in flag football. Because, man, look, <clears throat> we pretty much – we ain't playing oh, they got flag. a world – okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think they... – oh, that's American – oh, International Federation of American Football. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, that's USA. Oh, man. They ain't got no world rankings. They got adult teams. Hold on. <coughs> world rankings. Let's see if it's something. All right. I think we got something. All right. I don't know where these motherfuckers from, but they look like Mexico. Alliance flag football has. I don't know. I'm going to go check something else. <laughs> I don't know, bang. There is a. Flag for oh wow, this is interesting. There, I did not know this. There is an international flag football world championship. Hey, okay, so I need to see highlights and clips of this though. I want to see what those players look yeah, like. Yeah, we gotta because see this. Shit. I can't, I gotta see what the I gotta see some type of film on this. All right, yeah, we gotta I understand. It's, it's one thing to have. 
uh, international championship in flag football. But I want to actually see the talent. I need to see what the talent looks like. So, yeah, they, they uh oh, we got to go. We, oh, yeah, it's a sight and everything, my nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Nah, I don't know if it's sweet out here, fam. <laughs> oh, you, oh, we got competition? I, I looks like it. We got competition, huh? It looks like it, fam. Let me see. Um, I am looking at the um the 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 the, the metal games. Okay. Um, so in Israel, um, they had the last championships. America defeated Mexico 40 to 40, 44 to 41. It's a close game. Panama defeated Italy in the in the bronze medal game, um, 45 to 40. Um, former champions include Austria, France, South Korea, Hansworth, Canada. Canada is, <laughs> oh, no, my bad. I'm looking at the, the host country. My bad. Austria won the first two, though. Um, France, Canada, the United States, Austria, and the United States has ran, you know, with it for since 2014. They've been a champ. Um, silver medalists have been Germany twice, Denmark a couple of times, United States lost to Austria in the gold medal game in 2012. Mexico, Denmark, yeah, I said Denmark a three times silver medalist. Austria, hey man, Mexico, hey, hey. They like that? They like that? They hey, like look, that? man. Hey. That like might it. be the competition, Jack. Okay. That might be the competition. And all honestly, uh, as we continue to talk about this bank, I just feel like once we get there, obviously they're going to talk. You know, they're going to try to figure this out and see if we can get NFL players on board. But honestly, I honestly see XFL players. What's the other football league that yeah. we got? What's the other football league that? Well, they, the XFL and USFL. And the USFL. They're merging. And they're merging, gonna, yeah, so. they're merging. I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a bunch of players from there, and then probably gonna be some college players. I honestly now don't think we'll see many NFL stars get down on this. I think we are. Okay. I think it's the summer. I think we're gonna. I don't think it's gonna be like the best of the best, but I believe we're gonna see an NFL star or two do flag football. Because don't the, the, NF, the, don't the, the NFL is run into the NFL season. Don't no, the, the, the Olympics it's in the summer. Well, the Olympics start in like August. I mean, uh, August, correct? Well, it depends. Like, depends. Okay, right. Yeah, and shit. Look, we Herschel Walker was on like the bobsledding team, my gene, for the Winter <laughs> Olympics. Okay. So this is the one sport that it's damn near impossible for you to get a gold medal or a medal at all unless mm. you go to another sport. Yeah. So I think there will be some football ambassadors that's going to be a part of the first Olympic fantasy, well, flag, excuse me, football team. Yeah, We're going to see somebody. Right. Now, it, and it might be somebody older, too. Like, you know. We'll get retired players, you say. I mean, 2028 is <clears throat> le less than five years away. So you can look at some of these players that are a little older right now 
Hey, you know who gonna That's play? That's near retirement. You know who? Uh, who that? Who gonna play? Uh, what's his name? Oh, god damn it! I just drew a blank. Oh, play for god damn it! Play for Philly. Um, with Vic when he was on uh, wide receiver, he was uh, talking about Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson go play. Oh, he go play. <laughs> he still want to play right now in the NFL. So if I got my money on anybody starting receiver, Deshaun Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, like I'm looking he's at gonna he's gonna play. I'm looking at players that are like in their thirties right now. Yeah. That'll be 34, 35 in 2028. Mm-hmm. That might do it. Odell, you could play. No, nah, Odell done now. Shit. <laughs> he dug down, so he o- Odell Why might not? need to be a family man. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, Tyreek, Hill. That, Tyreek Hill was the one that's pitched it. He like he he already said like he want all the NFL players to get down on the shit. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he said it on his podcast. Okay, if I think um, if I'm not mistaken, he just said it in an interview or on his podcast. He he already I think when they announced it or when he heard that they were about to announce it, he already was like, yeah, NFL players, let's go. Like he gonna be so like runners on recruiting motherfuckers. So there you go. I got two players right now that'll be on the American. Team, well, one maybe it depends, and that's Kyler Murray, Tyreek Hill. Bro, I feel like you like selling Kyler Murray short on his NFL I, career right no, now. No, I'm like, not. Like he cooks or something. But you need a quarterback. <laughs> Why I gotta be and Kyler Murray though, bro? <laughs> because it's flags football. It's flag football. He can run around. He. Fast. I feel like you throwing shots at him, fam. Lo- no, whoa, no, 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 no. Low key, I think it's low key, bro. I think you, oh, you want key. me to choose Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I don't it's know. Fantasy, it's fantasy. It's flag football. Kyler you Murray. want a mobile quarterback out there? Dodge. Oh, I don't know. Flag, you sounds, don't want no statue out there? Sounds a little malicious. No. <laughs> Who else, Mike? Why Justin came? Kyler Murray might be the fastest quarterback in the league right, coming okay. off of ACL. All right, I just wanted to be clear. I don't know. It kind of sounded yeah, like you. Was it it, it might be Justin Fields. <laughs> Might be, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Like, so yeah. Hey, look. On the front, on the look, on the subdue pod groups, on social, all that. Who would be your seven players seven on, seven. on your on your flag football team? Like, who on the list? I would love to know that. So jump down on that. Hey, let's go ahead and get to my bears real quick. Yeah. Um, we lost to the Minnesota Vikings in a game that I really truly believe they should have won. I think that the coaches did not have a good game plan on the offensive side. This was the best defensive performance that that team has had in the Matt Eberflus era. And they wasted it on a terrible offensive performance. Um... I am at the point where I am ready to say so long to Justin Fields. Sell it, huh? Sell it. Yeah, I do. I think Justin Fields is going to be a hella decent quarterback in the NFL. Yes. I just don't think it's going to be here. But I think he can be. But that's not his fault, though, right? 
Nah, I don't. I, well, part of it is, it's not, he's not absolved. Right. But here's the issue that we run into. You gotta think about that fifth year option. And if you don't opt in to it, then he's a free agent after next season. And my my thinking is all around two things. And Brando, you said one of them. So I'll save the second one and bring up what you said. His two best games this season was against subpar defenses. While they are the defenses that give you momentum, I think that could be more of an indictment on the play calling and the coaching than it is on him. Because when I look back at that Minnesota game, the offensive line was terrible. And you come in knowing that the Minnesota Vikings is one of the most blitzing teams in the NFL. Brian Flores is coming at you, fam. And I don't think that the team prepared for that. Now, you got the offensive line, had some injuries and all of that. But it just didn't feel like to me that that team was prepared to take on the blocking that it needed in Minnesota's attacking style. But the second part is the contract and the timing. And the timing for Justin Fields, I don't think could have been worse. I wasn't surprised that the Bears traded that number one pick because I would choose Bryce Young if I didn't have a quarterback, but I had Justin Fields. So I'm picking Justin Fields there. He has everything that I need. And I get a number one pick. You get, I think, a fourth, two, or whatever. You get DJ Moore. So I think we good there. The issue wasn't this year's draft. The issue and what the Bears were always looking forward to is this year's incoming NFL quarterback draft. You have not one but two quarterbacks that people consider to be possibly generational. Or at least one of them they're for sure on. The other one is Prali. The last time that I can remember that scouts believed that they truly had two generational quarterbacks is the year that Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf came out. Not think if Ryan Leaf ended up on the team, not the Chargers, Ryan Leaf would have been okay. I don't think the Chargers, I think you had, I think certain teams, you have a certain mental makeup. And the Chargers is one of those teams. It's like Peyton Manning could have went there and won. But Ryan Leaf got to go into something a bit more controlled. 
With that being said, though, that's what um and 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 you said luck and RG three. It wasn't a debate about generational when it came to RG three. Luck was overall a number one choice. The potential was there, but not generational. I didn't hear generational with RG three. I've heard generational with Drake May more than I've ever heard with RG three. And then you got Caleb Williams. Now did Caleb Williams have a good game against the Notre um, against Notre Dame the other day? No, nah, he had three interceptions in the first half. It happens. It happens. But when you have two quarterbacks that all of the scouts say, they say Caleb Williams would have been the number one pick in the NFL draft the year Justin Fields and Zach and and Trevor Lawrence came out. They say he would have been the number one pick that draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Caleb Williams, not Trevor Lawrence. And Drake May would have been up there too. He would have been the number one pick last year instead of Bryce Young. And I do believe that the Bears would have traded Justin Fields if Caleb Williams was able to come out last season. But he could come out this season. And Drake may can too. So when you look at the option that has to be picked up for the fifth year or at least talked about, you're looking at resetting the quarterback room in the contract with quite possibly the best prospect to come out since Andrew Luck. I think there's only a handful of NFL teams that would not draft Caleb Williams number one if they have the number one pick. And that ain't the Bears. And that's what Justin Fields is running into. He's running into what many consider the best prospect since Andrew Luck. Now, all of this shit is a crapshoot, but it's easier for you to take the crapshoot when it resets your room and your money than taking the crapshoot when you think, ah, I got to accept this option. And that's probably 25, 30 million. So I think the best course of action, the best course of action for the Bears is to win and hope that the Carolina Panthers win too. If you don't want to be in the position, if you believe in Justin Fields, because you would have to believe in Justin more than you would have to believe in Caleb Williams and Drake May. And by the scouts take, and not just what you see on ESPN, the NFL 
is basically telling you we're ready for Caleb and Drake. I don't think Justin Fields stands a chance if the Bears have one of the top three picks in the NFL. Really top two, but I'll give them three. The Bears would have to have a pick outside of the top two in order for to to breathe. But then here's the other part of this that ain't nobody talking about. And I think it's very interesting. Both ways. The Bears, to me, are in a no-win situation. Because if Caleb Williams turns out to be the quarterback that everybody thinks he could be in the NFL, he's in the Bears uniform, that's dope. But then you also going to be looking at Justin Fields in an Atlanta Falcons uniform. Balling. Balling. <laughs> and you're going to look over and you're going to say, all we had to do was do right by him and he could have been there for us. Damn, it was us. It was us. It was us. <laughs> and then now you're going to be comparing the quarterbacks. Which one's doing better? Mm-hmm. Is Caleb doing better than Justin? Justin? They're going to be compared with each other for years. Same thing with Drake May. But what if Caleb is good and Justin is bad? Oh, man, we ruined Justin. What if Justin is phenomenal and Caleb is Huff? It was us. We should have kept him. I, for one, don't envy Ryan Poles at all. But because of that, because of what I just said, this is what I would do if I was the Bears. And this is not what I want to do, but I'm thinking business. Because of the fact, and this is this is contingent on the Bears having a top two pick. Just know this. It's contingent on the Bears having a top two pick in the 2024 draft. If the Bears have one of the top two picks in the 2024 draft, Ryan Pose, Matt Eberflus, they're gone. Because I don't want them to even being involved in the decision of should we trade Justin or should we draft Caleb Williams or Drake May? So that's one. Mm-hmm. Two, I would hire, of course, a new GM. And depending on the decision, I would do what I can to bring Lincoln Riley to the Chicago Bears. Mm. Simply because if that's what you do, you told Justin that we're going to get Caleb May. So it would be up to the GM and the coach that you would hire before the draft to make the decision on Justin Fields and what you would do. And if that is the case and you go with Caleb, 
you go to Lincoln Riley and you say, name your price. <clears throat> and then Lincoln Riley hires a defensive coach to basically be your def your head coach. That's your team over there, fam. Do what you need to do. It can't be nobody on South on um USC squad though. Because mm -hmm. that defense is terrible. Defense is hot. But with all of the defensive talent and the OGs in the league, you could go hire Lincoln Riley and go get somebody like Rex Ryan and say, yo, go coach that defense. That's yours. And hey, Rex know how, how that go. Because his daddy did it in Chicago. His daddy did it when they won the Super Bowl. Hey, I'm the head coach of these niggas over here. I ain't know. But yeah, that's what I would do. And again, this is all contingent on the Bears having the number one pick. But if I had the number one pick in the draft and I'm thinking business related and I'm trusting my scouts, and I'm trusting my scouts and saying that Caleb Williams is the best prospect since Andrew Luck. He's the best prospect since Peyton Manning. That man right there is a generational quarterback. You can't pass that up. You can't, no matter how how you feel about Justin Fields. You can't pass that up, especially when it resets your money. You can't. It's hard to do. But mm -hmm. I don't want Ryan Poles or Matt Eberflus a part of that conversation. <laughs> I don't. If I'm Kevin Warren, one of them could go now to keep it a buck. If I'm Ryan Poles, I'm firing, I mean, excuse me, if I'm Kevin Warren, Ryan Post could get, he could go now. Mm. He could go now. Ian Cunningham could take over the team. Mm. For right now. Mm. And then we go find a new one at the beginning of the year. And I'm saying this, and I believe the Bears is going to have a top two quarterback. I see no hope especially with Justin Fields being injured. And I think Justin Fields' injury to his thumb don't help in this. In fact, I think Justin Fields dislocating his thumb and being out for, I don't give a damn if it's one game, it spells the end of his tenure. It's done. It's over with. Because... More likely than not, we're going to lose this game against the Raiders. And we probably lose the game after that. We lose the Chargers game, too. <laughs> if he's out three games, we're losing those three games. A whole 360 from what we were talking about last week. <laughs> yeah, because he's not playing. And I'm sorry, I'm not drinking the Tyson Bajant Kool-Aid. I think yeah. dude is a great success story. And I think dude could have a great backup career in the NFL. They make a whole lot of money. You better go talk to, um, what's my man? Chase Daniel. Uh -huh. Chase Daniel out here made a whole bunch of money. But Tyson Badgett's not going to be out here doing enough to winning you NFL games to get you out of the bottom of the league. He's not. But about time Justin comes back, if it's a if it's a considerable amount of time, uh -huh. 
it'd damn near be cinched that we done. Shit. Bears should think about trading them to Atlanta this year if Atlanta attack them. Get what you can. Who they quarterback? They like what's buddy name? Desmond Ritter. Ritter. And they kind of like watch that game, fam. The owner was mad as hell. Owner was looking at dude ass like, (laughs) so I love Justin Fields. Let me just say this: I think Justin Fields again. He's going to be a great quarterback in this NFL. I just don't think it's going to be with the Bears. And with that being said. Him, Flus, Poles, got to go. And if we have multiple picks in the top 10, I don't trust Ryan Poles to make the right decision. I don't. So they got to bounce. And I hope Justin will. I I hope he does well. But if that boy was advertised, you can't pass that up. You can't. To do what? To go get another coach and another offensive coordinator that believe they're going to fix Justin? So now you're going to give him a third coach to fix this? Oh, we're going to get Eric B. Enemy. Everything is going to be okay. <laughs> no. You're better off cutting your losses and getting this dude that is a generational quarterback because you do not want to be the team that passes on that man. If you got the number one or number two pick. Now, if they number three, not letting go of Justin Fields for Michael Penix Jr. Uh Or Bo Nix or Shadur Sanders. Nah, that's Justin. That's, that's who Justin is over. That's who he's over. He's not over everybody else, though. Okay. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I know you're sad, man. I know it's. I know, man. Man, it's. It's... We only at week six at the NFL. When we did the preview show, when we did the NFL preview show, we had high hopes. Me as well for the Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. And here we are, week six, and we are talking about selling. Man. Bears have become from. They they, got the the Raiders. (laughs) They got the Raiders next week. They got the Chargers on Sunday night. They got the Saints, whose defense is decent as hell. The Panthers, which, hey, you could win or lose that. That's the game. That's the Rosie Perez game. When the Bears play the Carolina Panthers on November 9th, which need not be a night game. I hope they can flex that game. But when the Bears play the Panthers, that's the Rosie Perez game. White men can't can't jump. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you win, you lose. Lose. And sometimes when you lose, when you, lose you, you win. And sometimes you either when you win or lose, you actually, you actually tie. tie. <laughs> That's the Bears versus the Panthers, fam. If the Bears beat the Panthers, we win. 
If the Panthers beat the Bears, we win. But if they tie, you might win, but you might lose. <laughs> that shit funny as hell, man. Shouts out to Rosie Perez. Hilarious. That's what that game is. Yeah. And then after that, we got the Lions, the best team in the NFL. And we got the Vikings. And guess who ain't won a, divis- a division game? Guess who ain't won a division game, Mike? Matt Eberflus. Sad, man. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel for all Bears fans right now. I, y'all have my, my deepest sympathy, condolences, and all of that. <laughs> I I'm honestly feel for y'all because I was I was low-key. I'm rooting for y'all. I was rooting for y'all. I picked Justin up in all three of my fantasy leagues. And now look at this nigga, man. Dislocated thumb. It's all bad. It's all bad, man. It's all bad. I'm sorry, man. It's sorry sad. For sorry for your loss. It's sad. <laughs> This was the first time that I can remember the Bears drafting a quarterback and the city getting geeked. But hey, y'all get Caleb, you get to restore the feeling again. Y'all gonna restore that feeling one more time of being excited about a possible generational talent in Caleb. Bro, we got that, we got that Justin pick, and we was out there. It was, it was. It came at the same time that we found out Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be with Green Bay no more. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we were so excited. I was so excited. I was telling Green Bay fans they was gonna be in the ghetto. I was talking all types of shit, Mike. Never did I think that we was gonna be worse off than what we was when we got Chester. Think about it, Mike. We traded up to get Justin. We traded up. When when Matt when Matt Nagy was there. Yeah, I don't like Matt Nagy. <laughs> but at least we won like seven games. Yeah. We ain't sniffing seven. We're worse now. Then when we were, when we got Justin, we're worse. We're terrible. We're worse, Mike. The day that was probably, at the time, the greatest day in modern day Bears fan history, because with the years I don't consider the '85 Bears modern day. It's been that long since we won the Super Bowl. In modern day Bear fans history, there was no more exciting day than the day that we drafted Justin Fields and heard that Aaron Rodgers did not want to be with the Green Bay Packers. No more. That was on the same night, correct? I believe so. 
yeah. and we're worse. There's no words that I could say to you, Bang, to make you feel any better. All I could do is just shake my head right along with you. We're worse. I'm sorry, bro. We're I'm worse. Sorry. I'm sorry. I got people in my company who's calling me, talking about some condolences. You have mine as well. Like my man, Dre. <laughs> Shouts out to my man, Dre Smith. He starts off our calls. Like, man, your team sucked today, but, man, let's talk about these podcasts. I'm like, damn, fam. Like, that's how man. we got started off. Look, let me, let me, let me, you know, I got something for you, man. I got something for you. Look, look, look at the bright side. Who they nation is on a two game win streak. Yeah. They say, they say, they say, uh, Joe Shiesty's, uh, he should be healthy now. He should be 100%. So, um, you got something to look forward to there in, uh, in Cincy, since that is your other team. So, I think you should just focus on that. Let's keep your energy on that right there. You know what I'm saying? Bengals. 7-Eleven, you know, burr. All right, let's look at it that way. Let's, let's, let's focus on, let's focus on the positive here. Let's look at the positive, not the negative. <laughs> From here on out, you know, until you know, the things that we think might happen fall into place, like Justin getting traded, possibly, you know, what I'm saying, and the Bears becoming sellers. <clears throat> and yeah, getting some assets back. Until yeah. we get to that, let's just focus on some. Let's focus on the happier times in, in the NFL. Who they nice? Yeah, man. <laughs> Go Bengals. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, that's if that makes you feel any better. It's <laughs> decent. <laughs> oh man, it's decent. I guess. You good, bang? Anything else, man? Nah. Hey, we got NBA next week. NBA next week. NBA, you know, we, next week on some do pie, we could do a little preview episode at NBA. We got the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. We got something. We, we, we you know. I might go to the game. Um. Might go to opening uh, day. Nah, that's on Thursday. My opening day is Wednesday. They play Wednesday. Okay, see. I think they play. No, it's about, I'm talking about this Wednesday. It's a preseason game. Oh, you might go to a preseason game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I might. I don't know. All right, okay. That's cool. You, you'll get to see um the starters play for maybe about a good 20, 30 minutes. 20 I'm just, minutes. just disappointed, Mike. I understand, bang. I, I get it. I understand. It was. We are worse. There were happier times when you guys were really looking at the Mike, picture of the Chicago Bears. And now we are worse <laughs> than we was Man. when that GM of ours Man. came to his press conference and said, we're going to run the North. And we're worse. We're worse than when we drafted Justin. We're worse than when Aaron Rodgers first told us, I'm out. We're worse. Worse. We were literally last week, seven days ago, we had high hopes 
It was high hopes coming from J.R. Bang about the Chicago Bears, ladies and gentlemen. There were high hopes. And the high hopes were seven games, Mike. That's a damn shame. Man. How I have how was seven games high hopes? Hopes. I mean, when you look at it considering, like considering like what you have. Seven games is like, oh shit, we're doing it. We're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Seven games. It was, it was, it was all high. It It was up from there, baby. It's lit. Seven games. You had something to look forward to with winning seven you football got games. Nothing to look forward to, but college football. There you go. Right. That's what I got to look forward to. Watching Drake May and Caleb Williams games and, and seeing who and might Marvin be- Harrison games and Olu Fenna, whatever. I can't pronounce his last name, the left tackle from Penn State. And I ain't gonna front. First two picks, Caleb Williams and Olu. You get you a generational quarterback and a generational left tackle. That's what I would do. Bang looking towards the future. Man, you ain't got no choice, Mike. Again. Um, (laughs) uh, My hot take, my hot take is basically what I've been saying all this goddamn episode. The Bears should fire Ryan Poles. Matt Eberflus, and if Atlanta wants him, trade Justin Fields to the Atlanta Falcons. Use the potential number one pick to get Caleb Williams or Drake May, however that irons out. And they should draft the left tackle from Penn State. Generational quarterback, generational left tackle. go there you go i'm sorry babe sorry for your loss <laughs> i ain't got no hot takes man um nba is back next tuesday we'll be here we'll give you a preview of the nba give us yeah give we you, will give you our predictions uh and all of that good stuff right here on some dude pod and um yeah I'm Mike B. That's Jar Bang. Make sure you rate. Make sure you like. Make sure you subscribe. Shout out to everybody watching us right now on YouTube, watching us uh, live on Twitch. Um, at some do pod uh, on IG, we on uh, Twitter uh, at Mike B underscore CHR at Jr. Bang. Hashtag some do pod is the Facebook group. <clears throat> Make sure y'all get in there. Invite more people in there if you are in there. You know what I'm saying? Have everybody get involved with the conversation and all that stuff like that. And uh. Yeah, I'm Mike B. That's Jar Bang, and we gone. Damn shame. <laughs> Sorry, bang. My man. <laughs> yo, 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 it's your girl, Nate Kale, and this is some new podcast. We out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>